Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to the program. Today, we're going to hop right back into some of the headlines that we might have missed from overnight and see where things currently stand as of this morning. And to do that, once again, we'll be using the Independent. Headline, Idaho Murders Update. Brian Koberger dined at Moscow Restaurant, where victims worked at least twice. This article was authored by Rachel Sharp, Andrea Blanco, and Shravasti Dasgupta. So, we have had that report that Brian Koberger dined at the Mad Greek. And I have a whole episode dealing with that that's going to be coming up right after this episode. So we're not going to go too deep there, but of course she's going to refute that. You would think that an owner of a restaurant, the last thing that they would want is that restaurant being the focus of an investigation like this. And I completely understand and have empathy for her and the employees of that restaurant. Remember, not only did they lose two coworkers, they lost friends. So this is real life, right? People need to understand that this is real life with real consequences and real people who are suffering. And I know everybody wants answers and everybody wants to get to the bottom of what went on and all of that. But at the same time, you have to recognize that this really affects people. And in a small community like this, the halo effect is just out of control. So I understand completely why the owner of the Mad Greek would come out and refute those rumors. But with that said, I don't believe that he wasn't there. Idaho murder suspect Brian Koberger allegedly ate at the restaurant where two of the victims worked in the weeks before the brutal stabbings at a house on King Road in Moscow. A former employee of the Mad Greek restaurant where Madison Mogan and Zana Carnodal worked as servers said Koberger visited at least twice and ordered vegan pizza, People Reports. Now, we have to keep in mind, maybe the employee has an axe to grind. But if they do, and if they're making it up, that is one hell of a story to make up. And if he told or she told that story to the police, there should be consequences if it's not true, right? The revelation comes after a court order in Idaho extended a gag order issued earlier this month prohibiting law enforcement officials from revealing information about the murders of four University of Idaho students and the arrest of their accused killer. And then you look at everything else, all of the other stuff that happened in the wake of these new stories coming out. We have the amended gag order that's adding people to it, expanding it. So when you take it all 
as a one-off, just like with the evidence, you can shrug it away. But when you look at it in the totality of what's happening and in the way it's happening, it's rather obvious to me anyway that the person talking about Koberger being at the Mad Greek is onto something. On Thursday, Lataw County Chief Magistrate extended the previous order to the duration of the entire court proceedings until a verdict is reached. And again, you think Judge Marshall just woke up and was like, you know what, let me expand this order and make it more difficult on everybody and have the media freak out. Because now the media has gotten together, by the way, to challenge these gag orders. So it's going to be a back and forth inside of that courtroom as the balance is looked for as far as the public's right to know and what has to be kept secret so that there's a fair trial. It also has barred victims' families from giving out any information relating to the case. And I think this is going to get struck down. I don't think that that's going to stand now that it's been challenged. And we'll see where it goes, but a lot of times, you know, you have to remember, the Supreme Court has ruled that these gag orders are not the greatest thing in the world. So there is certainly a balance and there is a place for the gag orders, but they're going to have to defend that gag order, meaning the court, now that it's been challenged by these media organizations. So it's going to be interesting to see which way that goes. Victim's father broke down and cried at news of the suspect's arrest. The devastated father of Slane University of Idaho student, Madison Mogan, has revealed that he just broke down and cried when he learned that his daughter's accused killer had been taken into custody by the police. Can you imagine the range of motions that Mr. Mogan was going through? To hear that your daughter has been brutally murdered and then to get the news that the person who the police say anyway, is responsible for it, is in custody. None of us can even begin to understand the pain and suffering that somebody like Mr. Mogan is going through right now. Ben Mogan had been clinging on to hope that the murderer, who violently stabbed his daughter to death alongside her friends Kaylee Gonsalves, Zana Kernodal, and Ethan Chapin, would be brought to justice. Can you imagine going to sleep every single night after your daughter's been murdered and this son of a bitch is still out there free I would never be able to get a restful night's sleep again until the person was caught I feel so bad for these families that have all these cold cases out there where they have no idea what happened to their loved ones no closure and every single night they go to sleep not knowing where their loved one is it's just it's just all bad and these stories are just just brutal to read when you look at them from the human perspective and the human angle, and how many lives are affected every time one of these sick fucking people goes on a rampage. It's just unbelievable. Finally, seven weeks on from the November 13th slayings, an investigator broke the news to him that a suspect, Brian Koberger, had finally been arrested and charged with their murder. The item seized at Brian Koberger's home. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Police investigating the murder of four Idaho students seized a string of items from suspect Brian Koberger's apartment, including possible hair strands, a disposable glove, items with red and brown stains, and a computer, according to a a newly unsealed search warrant. According to the search warrant, unsealed on Wednesday, these are the items seized from his apartment. And when you look at all of these items, to me anyway, there's some of them where I'm like, what the hell could they possibly be for? And the main one is the Fire Stick TV. Like, I don't understand what they would need a Fire Stick for, but they obviously had a reason, right? If that's one of the things they collected, then there's a specific reason for them collecting that bit of evidence. I just can't figure out what the hell that reason would be for. I mean, I guess it could be to look at what he was watching on there, or if he was using it to search the internet, or maybe he had some kind of like crazy app on there like Cody or something, and he was watching wild-ass deep web videos or something. But either way, the authorities thought it was important, so they grabbed that fire stick. And here are the rest of the items that they took, in case you missed it. According to the search warrant, unsealed on Wednesday, these are the items seized from his apartment. One nitrite-type black glove, one Walmart receipt with one Dickies tag, two Marshalls receipts, a dust container from the Bissell Power Force vacuum, eight possible hair strands, fire TV stick with cord and plug, one possible animal hair strand, one possible hair, one possible hair, one possible hair, one possible hair strand, I don't know how that's different from one possible hair, but okay. One computer tower, one collection of dark red spot collected without testing, two cuttings from uncased pillow of reddish brown stain, larger stain tested, and two top and bottom mattress covers packaged separately with multiple stains, one tested. So we really won't know what any of that yields, obviously, until trial time. Remember, with the gag order that is in place, at least as of now, We're not going to be privy to this information behind the scenes. We're just going to get whatever the court filings are. And a lot of that stuff will be redacted. If it's something that is private or they don't want it released to the public yet, it'll just get filed, but it'll be filed as a redacted file. And we won't get access to those until later on down the road. So that's certainly something to be aware of and something to be prepared for. When is Brian Koberger's next court hearing? Suspected quadruple killer Brian Koberger appeared in court last week to waive his right to a speedy trial on charges of murdering four Idaho students. The 28-year-old criminology Ph.D. student made a brief appearance in Lata County Courthouse in Moscow on January 12th for a status hearing in his murder case. Mr. Koberger spoke only to answer yes when asked if he understood his rights to a speedy preliminary hearing within the next 14 days, and he agreed to waive those rights. His public defender, Ann Taylor, then requested that his next court date be pushed back until June. Now, they can get around this, meaning the prosecutors, if they want to impanel a grand jury. If they impanel a grand jury, then they can start having hearings without the defense team even being there. And that would certainly help them with the witness, right? If she had to get up there and talk in front of a grand jury and not have the, you know, lawyer for the defense cross-examiner, that would probably be the best move for her. But are they going to do that? I'm not too sure. It's certainly an option that is open to them, though. The entire week has been set aside for the hearing, 
when evidence of the case against Mr. Kohlberger will be laid out for the first time in court and he is likely to enter a plea on the charges. His request for a delay before the next court appearance came after the defense asked the prosecution to hand over all discovery in the case in the next 14 days, including witness statements, digital media, and police reports. So they want their hands on that discovery, right? Very important. They don't know what they're dealing with until they have all that information. And you can't really formulate a defense if you're not completely aware of what's coming your way. So they have to have that discovery. It is very important. Ms. Taylor told the judge that waiving the 14-day deadline would give the defense more time to review all the evidence in the case. Now the families of Kaylee Gonsalves, Madison Mogan, Zana Carnodal, and Ethan Chapin will have to wait six more months to face their children's accused killer in court. Until then, Mr. Koberger will be held behind bars at Lataw County Jail after he was ordered to be held on no bail for a second time. And whenever you have a complex case like this, there's going to be some delays. And when there is a quadruple homicide that took place, you better believe that the lawyer for the defense is going to look for as much time as possible to get prepared. So that's where we're at, folks, as of this morning. A few of the headlines you might have missed. And a quick look at where things currently stand as of Saturday morning, January 21st. All right, folks, that's going to do it for me. If you'd like to contact me, you can do that at bobbycapucci at protonmail.com. That's B-O-B-B-Y-C-A-P-U-C-C-I at protonmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter at B-O-B-B-Y underscore C-A-P-U-C-C-I. The link that I discussed can be found in the description box.